Hi, my name is Kirsten. Um, I'm 23 years old. I live in Navy Yard in Washington, D.C. I do political research, so I work in politics. Um, and I'm starting this podcast for me, pretty much. Um, I heard the other day that if you make it to 21 podcast episodes, you're already in the top 1% of all podcasts because most podcasts don't make it past like three episodes. So I'm just going to do this literally for me. I'm not even going to promote it at all. I just want to see where it goes. Right now is such an awkward time. You're early to mid 20s. Like you're, you're basically an adult, but you're not quite a real adult yet. And it's it's so weird and awkward and confusing. And I don't know who I am, but I want to give this a shot because it, is, it has been a dream of mine to start a podcast for so long. Um, and it really helps to just talk out loud. So probably the only person who's going to listen to this is my sister, Erin, but that's fine. That's okay with me. Um, so I'm just going to have fun with this and see where it goes. So I guess this first episode, I'm just going to start talking. Um, I am on a journey right now to figure out who the hell am I? I feel like the last eight years of my life, I've been living for everyone else, doing what I'm told, trying to make friends, to fit in, to people please. Um, it's in my nature to do that. All of high school was just me trying to hide, basically, not make not make waves. College, I just wanted to fit in. I just wanted to make friends. I went out a lot, probably way too much. <laughs> um, and now I'm on the now I'm on the other side of it, and I still like going out, but I don't want to live for the weekends because you're always chasing a high that never never really gives you what you want. Um, and I have found a way to actually enjoy my weeks and not just live for the weekends, but it's confusing, right? Because the weekend comes and sometimes it'll be a really boring weekend and I'll feel depressed. Like, oh, my life sucks. Other weekends, I'll have a great fucking time. For example, this past weekend, Memorial Day weekend, I went to Bethany Beach. Um, we just, our, my parents just bought a house down there. And I took two friends down and it was honestly one of the most fun weekends I've had in the longest time, like going out wise, just getting away from, from DC. I had so much fun going out in the new clothes I bought. It was, it was such a high. And then coming back and sitting in a cubicle at work, the high, it crashes pretty fast. And it's so confusing because in moments like that, I really miss going out and having fun. And there's still such a huge part of myself that really lives for that, that needs excitement, that needs to meet people, to do fun stuff, sporadic stuff, and to go out and make mistakes. But then there's another side of me that like really wants to get serious about my life and wants to take on responsibility and wants to learn and to grow and to do all of these things. And it's just, a, it's the weirdest tension. And I feel myself, my physical body literally being pulled in a million different directions. Um, 
but I have found a way to make my week, my work week, not miserable. And actually at times kind of enjoyable. And I'm going to tell you how I did it because it took me a while to figure it out. Um, you know, for a couple months, honestly, when I was going to work, I was really just down, miserable, depressed, just not really not feeling like I like the best version of myself, not at all. I I didn't even feel like I was living in my own body. Um, So I I, I started experimenting a little bit. I started waking up every single morning at like 6.15 and working out before work. I I have never done anything like that before in my life. I've always worked out. I I always liked working out, but I would never get up that early to work out ever. For some reason, that changed everything. Now my mornings, I actually enjoy because I feel good in my body. When I, when I get to work and I sit down on that desk the first thing in the morning, I feel energized and refreshed and like a little bit hungry, but just enough to like keep me awake. So I'm excited for lunch. Um, and it's just, there's something so peaceful about being up earlier in the morning when no one's awake yet and you're working on yourself. I'm on my run, especially when it's nice out. I run through Capitol Hill. I saw Cory Booker the other day on my run. Um, and Capitol Hill neighborhoods are beautiful. But yeah, that's something that's really helped. Um, I've started writing again. I journal, which I never thought I would do, but I find really helpful. I forgot how much I love writing. There's all these sides of me that are coming back that I kind of lost in college when I was just literally partying. Um, I've started to attempt to meditate every day. It's difficult, but these are all adult things that I'm trying to do. But the meditation, I I can probably talk about that in another episode. Um, You realize like how much of your life, how much of yourself, you're just a combination of like desires and impulsive thoughts and all of these things that you you can't even make sense of. And when you're alone by yourself, when it's just you and you're going to work every day and you come home and it's just you, you're alone, you're completely alone. You have to figure out who you are. Otherwise you'll go crazy. And I'm in the process of attempting to do that. And this is another reason that I'm starting this podcast because talking out loud really helps (laughs) with figuring out who you are just saying it, just trying to sort through things. Um, I also realized that I, I would say I'm an introvert. Um, it's actually really funny during the, during the week, what I am doing, all the things that I want to be doing, like working out, meditating, journaling. I do, I am big into yoga, um, doing my job, I listen to podcasts. I I try and read. I do all these things. Um, When I am doing all these things and I'm doing them successfully, I find that I really do like being alone. I do. And and in the past, I always used other people as a way to kind of escape myself, escape being by myself. Because once you sit with yourself, stuff can get really uncomfortable because there's sides of you that you don't even know or you don't even want to address. And in college, you go out, you party, you're with people all the time. And those sides of yourself, you can pretty much ignore to your own peril. But I think, especially in the pandemic in the last year, we all have to be alone with ourselves more and 
it's difficult. It's really difficult. Um, so that's something that I'm really working on because it's so hard to just not, just not make plans for the weekend or to go do fun stuff and have your entire life be resting on that because you literally are just chasing a high. And I find it difficult. I find it more difficult when I have had a good weekend and I am kind of on a high to come back into my normal life and be like, Oh, great. Now I got to go work out and try and meditate. Like, fuck. It's hard. It's really hard. Um, and it's so confusing. It's so confusing. Like, I feel like I am just a basket of random emotions and impulses and desires. And like, it's just, I'm a host of contradictions and I feel myself being literally pushed and pulled in a million different directions at once. And I don't know who the hell I am or where I'm going or what I'm doing. I just know that there's a lot more to myself that I ever recognized. I mean, I just didn't realize how your entire identity can be defined by your friend group in high school, your sorority in college, you name it. Like that's who you become. But I never really felt like I fit in anywhere. Um, But I tried, I tried so hard to just to be what everyone wanted me to be and what I thought I should be. And I turned away from myself and as painful as it is to be alone, I've been through moments where I'm sobbing on the weekend on a Saturday, calling my mom. Like I am so lonely. Like I my my the friends I made at college are all in different cities. You know, I've made some new friends here, but it's just not the same. And it's so hard. Um, and then once I sit with myself for a long enough time, I actually, I do, I do enjoy being alone because you do find out that you as an individual are many, many things. Like you're very complicated and there's a lot of different sides to you and, and different gifts that you haven't even activated and different things. Like a big thing right now that I've, I'm trying to work through is like emotions because for the past eight years, Every time I've had a difficult emotion, it comes up like anxiety, anger, fear, um, sadness, you name it. Like my instinct and, and a lot of people's instinct is to is to suppress it or to run away from it. But the problem is you can't do that. And when you're alone a lot and you're trying to figure out what you want to do, those emotions can be so overwhelming. And you're just sitting in your room like about to have a panic attack or you're so sad. The amount of nights I've cried myself to sleep in the past six months, like, oh my God, there's been weeks where I've cried myself to sleep every single night. I've, I've literally cried like at work before just because I'm, I just feel so lost. I feel so lost. Um, so, but the issue is if you try and suppress those emotions, they they don't go away. In fact, they hold an insane amount of power over you. If you run from those emotions, you are running from something that's so central to you. It's something that 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 grips you, that's inside of you that unless you address it, it's trying to tell you something. You have to address it. You have to 
not resist it. And that's something that I've been working on. Like whenever I get really powerful negative emotions, not resisting it, letting it just run its course. And it's actually been such a relief to learn how to do that. And meditation has taught me that. Um, Another thing that I've tried doing lately is I deleted Instagram, the app, off my phone this week on Monday. And I was like, I'm just going to go the whole week without the app Instagram um, on my phone. And I, I check it on occasionally on my browser at work, but that's about it. And something I noticed was, um, so last night I kind of cracked because I I wanted to check something on Instagram. So I downloaded it really fast. I logged in. I'm like, okay, I'm going to do one thing and then I'm going to X out, delete it again. The minute I logged on, I felt this like literal physical like pain in the middle of my chest when I logged on and saw like all these people's posts. Like it was like a stab of anxiety. I was like, whoa, that's something I haven't noticed because I'm usually so used to going on Instagram like every 20 minutes when I'm bored. So the fact that like it's, it's causing me that much anxiety to look at what everyone else is doing, especially at this age. Like I have people on Instagram all from college and high school people. I I don't talk to anymore. People I don't see, they're all in different cities. It's just a mess. And like, I really don't care about a lot of these people. I don't care what they're up to. It's confusing. It's, and I compare my life. I compare my life to how other people's lives look on Instagram, which I know you're not supposed to do, but of course you do that. Of course you're going to do that. Um, and I'm sure my life looks great on Instagram too, which is funny when I, whenever I think about that, like, I'm sure my life looks like I'm living it up, having a great time when in reality, I'm lost, confused, scared, lonely, isolated, depressed, anxious, all of the above. Um, and then I realized too, like I've lived the last, I mean, four years, I, I would say definitely in high school, but more so in college, I've lived my life through the lens of social media. Like the way people view me is through social media. And it's such a warped view. Like they don't even know me. Like they see me through social media and they think I'm something I'm not. And that just kind of blows my mind that we all live like that now. And it's something that I never thought about until, until I graduated college, until I wasn't partying every night and like posting a bunch of stuff like, I still enjoy Instagram. I still post a lot, but like, this is something I've recently realized, like how other people's view of you is twisted and warped through the lens of social media. Um, and I just, I don't think we know what we're doing when we distort, when we distort reality like that. Um, I don't think we know what it, what the long-term effects of that are going to be. And it's, I mean, it's not going away. Social media is going to be the future. Social media is only going to get more and more advanced. And I don't think we have a intelligent enough form of social media where we can actually be authentic on there. Like I think it, it incentivizes our highlight reels. Of course it does. And I, that's kind of one of the reasons I like TikTok. TikTok can be problematic for a lot of reasons, Number one being like my page right now is filled with all kinds of like eating disorder stuff and like just really negative stuff that if you're on there for hours at a time, it can definitely bring you down. But the flip side of it, that is TikTok is also a place where people are openly talking about like mental illness and mental health. And it it makes you feel less alone because other, you realize other people are struggling too. And you realize, oh, social media isn't real. Like, so TikTok, it's, it has, it's 
negatives and its positives. But I realized how much emptiness I had in my life when I go to I go on my phone and I go to look for the Instagram app and it's not there. And I realized I don't even want to go on Instagram. I don't care what randos are posting on Instagram. I don't need to go look on their stories. Like I don't care. It's a Wednesday. It's June 2nd. Like I, nothing's going on. Like I don't need to go look. I don't care. But like, it's just, it's a habit. And imagine how much time, how much time that I've wasted just scrolling endlessly through social media. Like I don't even care. And it, it makes my mental health worse. And, but then when you don't have that, it's just like a void. It's like, okay, what do I do? And I, I'm trying to figure that out. It's like when I'm not working, when I'm not working out, when I'm not hanging out with friends, that's still a huge chunk of time where I don't know what to do with myself. Like I sit in my room and I'm like, what the hell do I do? It's partially because I'm very conscientious. I feel the need to be busy a lot, but there's just, there's a void. There's such a void there. And I've had to face myself in a way that I've never had to before. Like literally look at myself in the mirror and look at the parts of myself that I don't want to look at and the thoughts I don't want to attend to, the emotions that I want to suppress. Like, but I've stopped repressing all that stuff. I've completely stopped. Um, and it's really difficult. It's, it's so, it's painful. Transformations are always painful, but I, I want to, I want to change. The, the way I've been living for the past eight years is just in a tiny box a tiny box of just me basically being a empty vessel for other people's emotions and other people's motivations and other people's expectations. Um, me bending over backwards to just give everyone what they needed. My friends, family, you name it, like just doing whatever anyone else expects of me and me thinking that that's, that's what it means to be a good person, but it's way more complicated than that. Because a lot of the times you end up lying to yourself, you end up lying to other people, and you end up building up resentment if you're just living for everyone else all the time. And it's it's difficult. Um, I just I I cannot picture my life in ten years from now. I don't even know what that's gonna look like. I feel so young, but at the same time, like old. Like I'm not in college anymore things are so different now and everyone's lives are starting to change so much and things are getting kind of serious. You kind of realize like you you think you're going to be young forever. I know I did. I didn't think I didn't give a two shits about like, I never thought about growing, getting old or like, I never thought about that. I never cared about it. I just kind of thought college would last forever. And now I'm realizing like, no, I'm not going to be like this young girl anymore. Like I'm going to have to grow up and become an adult and my entire identity is going to have to change. I'm going to have to completely revamp my life like multiple times over the course of, well, the course of the rest of my life. But I don't know. It's just, it, it really started to hit me. Like I'm not going to be this person forever. I'm not going to be going out and living it up. Like life is real. Time actually passes. Like we're actually on this earth for a very short time. I mean, 80 years, maybe 90 years if we're lucky, like that's not that much time. That seems like a long time, but I mean, 
hundreds of thousands of years have passed by and, and humanity is a blip as a blip on on this earth in this universe like it, it's just insane when you actually think about it and it's like what even not to get like all philosophical but like i i really i've had i've started to have these questions like what the hell am i doing here who am i like i kind of felt like after college the blinders came off and i became like conscious I, like i've always been conscious but fully conscious of like the weight of my own responsibility almost because as a human being like you're responsible for your own consciousness like you make decisions based on what you experience in the world and that's like a huge deal and you can't just glide through life expecting expecting everything to be easy and not fully addressing the fact that the decisions that you make every single day are crucial to the person you end up becoming. And you realize that, you know, it, it really is about the small habits every single day because it's like compounded growth. You know, if you start working out every single day, it, you feel good, you feel the benefits, but it's like after a while, you start to literally change. You become an entirely different person. I know I have. As soon as I started really attempting to explore my own mind, actually taking care of my body, working out, making sure that I I have that part of part of the, my day done in the morning, for example. Once I started doing that, like I'm a completely different person. If I don't work out, I I just I can't even believe that I didn't work out every single morning now. Like I, I cannot fathom the fact that I walked around and, and didn't have that rush of endorphins in the morning, like before work. Like and it's painful at first. And I hated it. I hated getting up. I hated working out in the morning. I thought I could never do it. Now, once I've done it, like it's wild, like how good it feels, at least for me, like running is my thing. And the first mile is so painful. Second mile, painful. Third mile gets a little bit better. Started out, started out slow. I also did a lot of long walks. I didn't feel like running too tired. Wasn't in good enough shape, too anxious, whatever all right, fine. I'll walk. I'll go walk. I'll go walk three miles, four miles, five miles. Isn't bad. You can walk five miles, put some music on. And then I started running a little bit and now I'm up and I can run 13 miles. I can, I ran a half marathon on my own last week, randomly on a Wednesday. Cause I literally nothing else to do. <laughs> um, but I love the way I feel when I run, for example. And that's just something I never would have discovered about myself if I hadn't actually attempted to explore it. And now I'm just in this phase where I'm just constantly like, okay, what do I need? What, what, what do I explore next? What, what's going to help me? What's going to serve me? What do I need to throw out? That's a big thing. Like there's a lot of old habits, a lot of old patterns of thought that I need to get rid of that have been so deeply ingrained in me. Um, over the course of my time at school. So I guess I'll wrap it up by saying, this is going to be an exploration podcast because I'm interested in a lot of different things. And I didn't really even know where I was going with this. Like I haven't stopped talking for the last 22 minutes now. Um, I, I don't know. This is going to be an exploration type of podcast because I'm interested in a lot of stuff. I work in politics, but like, I really am interested in culture and spirituality, um, religion, um, 
different ideas. I listen to so many podcasts. I read a lot of books. Ideas really inspire me. Ideas grip me. Like I just want to learn everything. I want to know everything. And there are certain things that I've integrated into my life that have helped me. I'm still struggling a lot sometimes. I'll just, I'm going to, and I'm going to be completely honest. I'm, I'm still struggling at times. Like I feel so lost. Um, but I'm really trying to explore the world, what we know about it. Um, I, I mean, everything from evolutionary biology to um, physics, like in the way that our solar system works. Like I, I've literally started diving into everything because I find it every, the interconnectedness of all of these different ideas fascinating. And I, you know, I don't know much about everything, but I have such an open mind about it. And I'm actually, I'm high in trait conscientiousness, which is, I guess I should have defined that earlier, which is basically like you need a schedule. You really like staying busy. If you're not busy, you get anxious. I need like a structure in my life, but I'm also high in trait openness, which is kind of rare. Usually people who are highly conscientious are lower in trait openness. I'm high in trait openness, which means new ideas, um, new ways of thinking, uh, new lines of knowledge really, really interest me. So I think I'll just talk about that on here and whatever I come up with that week, whatever podcast I listen to, whatever book I read, whatever thought I'm having. I talked about social media today. I don't even know why, but whatever. Sure. Um, one day I would love to do this for a living and just interview fucking cool people. And that would be sick. And I would love that just to ask them questions. And yeah, so that's what I want eventually, but I'm here now and, um, you gotta start somewhere, right? So, all right. Peace.